Hello, Three Barrows, we are back once more. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that are was. Are you all right? I was going for the big one today, but you've thrown me there. I feel a bit frantic <laughs> for some reason, the governor. Sounds like you've just been rescued or you're scared of something. I think I'm a bit hyper, hyper. There used to be a guy I work with in Cardiff and he used to drink Red Bull every day. And then one day, he had not Red Bull, a cheaper version. And one day he came home one weekend and he said, hey, Marco, I drank a case of uh, energy drink over the weekend. I said, you what? How many was that, Jay? 24 cans. Hyper, hyper. And he was just saying that all day long. And uh, a right wanker. He didn't have any teeth. He was from the valley, <laughs> from the Ronda. He was. Uh, chewed, his, chewed his nails down to the wick, no doubt. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome back to Blighty. Your little glimpse of a British lounge behind me, or as you would say over there, living room. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. It's been a little while. We've been jaunting around. You've been busy. I've been all over the place as usual. But no, I'm looking forward to having a little beer tonight. Oh, me too. It's been too long. You know, I, I know you went to the Isle of Wight and just work's just been absolutely oh. manic. So, I, you know, I'm kind of glad to get going again. And it's starting to cool down a little bit, right? We're getting into the fall and such. So it'll oh, be good. autumnal, yes. Autumnal wisps coming off the sea today. A little chill in the air as I was painting outside, but... Um, no, uh, I, I don't mind it. And then it pissed down for the rest of the day. And I thought, oh, fuck it. But uh, it reminded me, actually, uh, as we head from the, the Indian summer, luckily, that I enjoyed while I was in the Isle of Wight, uh, heading to the rainy season over here again, that I had a summer beer that uh, I've been holding back. And it's pretty much the end of summer, so I better drink it. Oh, wow. We'll get to, we'll get to that. that in due course, my man. Okay, so oh no, that's exciting. I did want to just chirp in actually a bit of uh, something here. Actually, in the USA, obviously you're bringing us some blighty. It's actually National Drink Beer Day today of all days. Oh, what? What are you allowed to drink beer from noon till night, or what? I don't know. It's uh, what's it? It's National Drink Beer Day. This study, oh, it's a study. For beer drinkers that's weird um oh well i guess it's probably not the official national there, there's like a craft beer day and a national beer day so this is something in between called it's national drink beer day so um it's any excuse to have a beer i think yeah because there's like two proper national ones so this is like almost a third and it's just celebrating um when is the US National Onism Day? Oh, I've got that on my calendar. I believe it's uh, December the 12th or 13th. I'll have to check my calendar. I had to mark that because obviously oh. it's uh, something special. <laughs> yes. I don't know about I the British version. Oh, no, that's just, um, just uh, every day, I think. <laughs> Well, that's all right. That makes sense. Oh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, it's not really an official thing, but it's it's just a day to try and encourage people to drink a beer and uh, honour the the uh, heritage of beers as well. But 
Um, well, uh, oh, what? Hang on a minute. I've got some beer news for you. Oh, bit of a glitch in the system, but uh, yeah, I've got some beer news this week. Oh, good, um, good. I'm I am not sure if this. I think it did make it to some places in America because when I was having a look, it did have CNN or whatever that is. And, oh, um, it's not the two. What? I saw something <laughs> on CNN about a church this week. Yes, it is about okay. that church. Okay. So there's a place um, called County Durham, which is on the uh, top of Yorkshire, as we always talked about, the county of England, and um, a place called Stockton on Tees. It's not very far from Newcastle. It's uh, south of there and above Durham. Anyway. Okay. Place uh, there called St Mary the Virgin Church, which is a thousand-year-old church. Now they had um, a uh, beer festival. I love this because it wasn't just a day festival; it was a four-day beer festival uh, to raise money for the new clock for the church. Um, it had gone wrong, and they needed to raise funds to, for it to be repaired. Yeah. Lovely sort of historic church. So they. Um, had Three Brothers Brewing Company, which uh, is based up there, which I've now chalked up because I'm going to review one of their beers in the future. Oh, great. Um, yeah, they're from that area as well. And um, they were behind the, the beer festival, but they decided to hold it in the grounds of the church. Now, when you say grounds of the church, that, that means graveyard, really. And uh, a lot of these... <laughs> old gravestones there were several hundred years old and people were just using the flat ones as tables and leaning against the gravestones with pints of real ale and other oh. brews that had been concocted by the three brothers and uh, forgot that actually dead people were uh, beneath the ground there and you know it's a sacred place and it turned into a bit of a well, it was a beer festival, you know, what else? I was just rowdy. Drunk. Well, oh. not rowdy like that. It was just the, the respect thing, you know. It was just the yeah. respect thing. Okay. And people not really, you know, oh, where should I put my beer? I'll put it on top of this grave. You well, know, it's pretty big news. It came over here. I saw that myself over here on CNN. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, that's it. Was, it. Yeah. it was more of just a respect you know you just dishonoring in a way yeah, I mean, and did it get raised, hmm. sure they've raised enough for their clock so no, hopefully the publicity so. i'd say as well right it's, it's all yeah over. maybe i yeah maybe you're maybe you're thinking outside the box there maybe it was a big ruse to get everyone to have a look i'm wondering now it does yeah. make you think doesn't it and that well, that we live in second guessing well, it would be one of those stories that would be just in the local newspaper on a, you know, but if it's on the national. So that's that's got me thinking, actually. Fucking churches, they need everything. Remember when I got married? Oh, yes, you'll get married. But when you get married, there'll be scaffolding over the porch of the church. Oh, why is that? Oh, we need to raise money for a roof. Oh. Yeah, bollocks. They got fucking wonga. Well, and then, of course, us being young... Wife put on that music festival in the pub and we raised all the money they needed. 
and then we were promised a free wedding and the vicar said oh thank you so much gave this speech oh we'll give you a free wedding up there you won't have to pay the fees no they sent us the fucking bill Jesus Christ. I, mean, I bet I wasn't down in right. Yes, it was him. He was behind it. That Jesus Christ. Exactly right. <laughs> what? I, I think that's just wrong. I didn't, I don't remember that they were like trying to charge you. It, it, was it like a verbal agreement though? You know, the vicar said, oh, we'll waive all he, that. No, he, yeah, but the, the, the vicar said it to an audience once they'd raised the money. Oh, okay. They won't pay for the thing and all this. Ooh, it was all bluster. It was all bollocks. They took that money. They repaired their roof, and they still charged us. Oh, Fucking hell! This is turning into a Drake. Right, let's yeah. move on. So okay. A little bit about that. No, that that's cool. We'll get drinking because we are thirsty anyway. Do you know? Incidentally, just quickly, the, the the Church of England, I think, is one of the biggest landowners in the UK, I believe. So there you go. They got money. Um, shall I start us off as you gave beer news and I'll make it quick so you can well, get I can see in. I can see the glinting of the top of a tin. So let's okay. have a look then. What will you <laughs> presenting us with this week? Okay, so this was bought by me from the coach who went to Vermont hiking this last week. It's called Heedy Topper. Um, and you can see his Heedy Top head oh. there. And it's the, the Alchemist. Alchemist. Yeah, that's the name of the brewery, the Alchemist um vermont and so well, he brought this back for me specially it's ranked as one of the top beers in the united states of america so well you'll um, be the judge of that uh, yeah the draymond would be the judge of that so you, and see what it says on the top drink from the, oops i'm going this way drink from the can drink from the can Drink from the can, and I'll talk a bit about that. Um, so I'm not pouring it in a glass. This is the, the advice of the brewer itself. He wants you to drink this straight out of the can. So whether Mr. A would... I know, whether Mr. A will be kind of sending some cheers for that, you know? Yeah, we will see. <laughs> it depends who the coach, hello, you monkey, who, who he's been rubbing shoulders with up there. Oh, in Vermont? Mm. Mm. Uh, all looking good so far it's interesting it's a different take so uh go yeah. on then okay I'll I'll open. okay I'll, oh shit i always forget about these cans. don't get your don't get your nose caught in that little spout i got a nail to help me oh yeah I forgot. you've got a nail. a nail didn't think of that fucking monkey fingers that's funny <laughs> That could be a joke for a comedian, couldn't it? Yeah, if you know so, any. <laughs> so it's an ale. I don't know if it's classified as an IPA. It just says ale, I believe. Oh, it's American double IPA. So it's a double IPA. It's 8%. Ooh. Wow. It does smell strong. It does smell hoppy. And I'll talk a bit later about the reason behind drinking out of the can, but let's get taste so you can get drinking. Oh, that's bitter. Extremely bitter. Oh. But tasty. I gotta say it's really tasty. Um, mm, this is nice. My initial bitterness really hits you, and then obviously you get into the flow, you know, like a lot of IPAs. Sometimes it's a bit hard to stomach that first taste. 
but once you get into the rhythm of it, you know, it's, I don't know if you're big, I, I know you prefer your sours and stouts, so, um, yeah. The rhythm of it. Yeah, I never, yeah, do you oh. think that's a good phrase for an IPA? Oh, it's cool, man. <laughs> you're no, so knowledgeable. <laughs> we try. Anyway, get up, get poor on yourself. Right. Then. Well, uh, this is one that I held out. I had it a long while. I had it at the start of the summer, thinking that we would have managed a couple more shows before now. And then, like I said to you, I realised it's now not summer. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I've gone for a Gosa. Gosa? That's how you Ooh. pronounce it. But it's uh, a Gooseberry Goes. Oh, okay. Okay, I like the can. German. Yeah, so you know that uh, the pronounced Goza, it's the German-style beer uh, from Goslar, Germany. Um, and this is a sour. Oh, okay. Yeah, a Which is called Salty Kiss. Now, Gozas are traditionally served at warm temperature. Uh, sorry, room temperature, or even slightly warm. Well, I was reading about this one and someone said, oh, they drunk it straight from the fridge and they loved it like that. So what I decided to do was a bit like you do a couple of times. I took it out the fridge about 40 minutes ago. So it's oh, still, God. it's not room temperature. It's just a little bit cooler than it should be. So let's see. Okay. I like this German. Oh. That's right. I've gone for a little stubby can. We go to the artwork in a minute. Mm. In a little stubby glass. Oh, I like that glass. That's that's cool. Stubby. Yes. Right. Let's have a look. Here we go. Oh gosh, gosh, it's a hell of a head on that. Fizzy, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. It's lively. That is so lively. Some of it. For sour, you don't normally yeah. have to really those in a certain way but well, it's not as i mean it's slightly sour it's a goza well go, go, go those beers are kind of soury-ish in style right yeah they are yeah mm. not not like a instant sour like a you know you can really smell it it's yeah. light so let's give it a taste Mm. You get the taste rather than afterwards, get the taste immediately. So there is a sourness there, but it's not a not a cheek sucker. It's just very light. You know, it's very light. I mean, the colour of that is pretty clearish. Hard to see in this light. I ain't got a very good light this week. but um, Yeah, it's kind of slightly cloudy, right? Or, slightly slightly yeah. cloudy cloudy to clear yeah but anyway this is from magic rock brewing which is oh let's have a look get it in the shot which yeah. is uh, one that i've reviewed before so i don't need to go too deep on it but another one of their cans there salty kiss oh yeah the name of it some cool funky artwork all their cans are like that i've like done that. um reviewed on here with you one of their uh what was it called? Um, the stout. Um, I can't think what it was called now. 
I do remember the name of the brewery. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the name yeah. of the stout, but Sorcery yeah. is one of their beers. It was. Um, okay. Where are they like based? Huh? Where they're not German. Well, they're in Yorkshire as well, actually. Oh, they're between okay. between Sheffield, not far from Jez, and uh, oh, Leeds. Yeah. So oh, Leeds, um, yeah. they are from Uddersfield. Oh, it's Uddersfield. Lad, Ooh, flat cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. That's, let's uh, get down let's go down here in a bath oh, <laughs> oh no i've reviewed them before magic rock brewing and um a yeah. good company they're uh it was the surreal stat now now I've oh heard. that's right i do recall and i had i had the Hopefully they're going to bring it out again this winter. At the moment, you can't get that one. You can get their normal surreal stout straight, which is nice. Yeah. But it was the haze. It was the particular the hazelnut one that I really, really enjoyed from them guys before. So um, delicious, nice hazelnut. Their little yeah, it was. Oh, it was delicious. Wow. Yeah, it's one of the tops. It's one of the top stouts I've done so far. But um, it's their little tagline is time to sit back. And drink the magic, man. <laughs> Bloody yeah, we need to text Piers and send him up there and do a review or something with the brewery itself. Because I think it does seem that vibe. It sounds like a surfish kind of place, you know? Deep in the heart yeah, of Yorkshire. Talking about these Goza beers, you know, German style and room yes. temperature and that. And the old German markets, they, they used to do like a warm beer at Christmas. What is that like a Hefenweizen or something like that, or just similar? Or I don't just know, a... but I know they used to serve one called the Blob in the pub that I used to work in. And uh, <laughs> so, I have to um, <clears throat> this winter, we're obviously we're doing the stats, the stout advent calendar. We have to venture oh. down things like that, I think. Yeah, let's try and different... mix it up with some warm German beers, Hefenweizen's. Vice beers, um, but I've I've definitely got some. I don't know about yourself, but I've definitely got a bunch of bloody pumpkin beers lined up for next month. I know oh. you have, but I can't fucking get them over. I found some. Yeah. Try and order some. In. I found a really cool one. Um, yeah, because we got a Halloween special, obviously, that we do every year, right? <laughs> every year, even though we only <laughs> it's done a time. One. It's a time honored tradition, no less. You reminded me actually. I better start looking to get get a few ordered in for the end of next month. Got about a month, didn't we? So that'd be all right. We are, we are indeed about a month. Um, and yeah, I, I've started grabbing a couple of uh, stouts and shoving them in the in the in the pantry, if you will. Oh, excuse me. Um, ooh, it's all coming up now. <laughs> oh, God, you've hit that time. His little burp, so he tries to talk and disguise them. I do, I do. Oh, it's God. embarrassing. I can't help my body. You, you sort of took an inward breath when you said, I've been shoving my stats right up my. <laughs> so, I thought it was going to say orifice. I try not to mention too much. Um, but I should probably tell you why I'm, um, I'm drinking this out of a can if people are curious. Well, um, I know a couple of the dry barrels will be certainly, especially since we have said about drinking Guinness from a can, for instance. You know, but um, oh, go on then. Let's, you're right. What, what's, some, the, what's the reason some, behind this one? 
Well, it says so drinkable, it's scary. Sometimes I wish I could crawl right into the can. So, uh, so Rennie says, why do I recommend that you drink it from the can? Please do tell. Quite simply, to ensure the delightful hop experience. The act of pouring it into the glass smells nice, but it releases the essential hop aromas that we have worked so hard to retain. If you, okay, so I'm guessing they mean you have to retain those aromas in the hop itself, broken down into the beer. I don't quite understand that. I don't get that because, okay, you get that, you'll get, as soon as you pop that and you've got your nose near it, you will get that, that rush of scent, yeah? yeah? But, like, I'm drinking now out of a glass. Every time I'm sipping, my, my conk there, you're going yeah. in the glass, and I'm sniffing the aroma every time I have a sip with a can. You can't. Your nose is not. Yeah. It's Please deep. don't stick your nose in it. <laughs> well, no, it's there if you think about it. And I think that's part of the essential experience of having a pint anyway, is that aroma. It adds to it as you drink, right? I think. You've got to take him. If you go up there, Vermont, you've got to go here, take him a Duckworth. Say, love your beer. Or maybe you don't. I don't know yet. You ain't raced it, but try try your beer out of a Duckworth. That'll yeah. change it. Yeah, I think it would. I think it would. Maybe not like something like this. You know, I can send. I can see you, but it, the Duckworth really, you get the whole experience of it. It's a big round top, right? So yeah, you really handle your hands out of the way because you've got your own handle. That's not a distraction. That's not a distraction. Yeah. So it, but he does kind of say, if you must pour it into the glass, must in capital letters, you may find that some of the hop resins have settled to the bottom. Leave them in the can, leave them in the can while pouring. The beer is perishable and it's best when it's young, fresh and hazy. Um, or keep it cold, but not ice cold. So this is fresh because the coat um, we often talk about was up in Vermont just over a week ago, hiking, and they stopped at this brewery and picked this up. So, what else does it say on it? It says, "P.S. Please do not piss this out because you'll lose the aroma." <laughs> it always reminds <laughs> that reminds me of that Carlin adverts. It's not an official one where it's a urinal, and at the bottom of the urinal, did you see it? They have a jug and it's labelled Carlin. Uh, I've not seen that. Oh, I'll send that to you. I got. I meant to send you that one, but yeah, I'm enjoying this. And I'm about okay. I guess I should probably talk about the brewery before you do yours. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can whiz through mine quick because yeah. I gave a detailed one before. Um, mm -hmm. and I've had a couple of their other drinks in between. I've had sorcery, um, which is one of their. Uh, stubby fucker cans there's a magic lager there is common grounds which is a new one that i've seen which is a coffee porter that looks quite nice um Ooh. you're on mate is a double ipa and merc life balance is another i think it's an ipa i didn't write that down but yeah so they they're a nice little company i enjoyed their beers for, i'm enjoying this actually it's not oh nice i know i know you've really taken to your sours but it's not quite as well 
No, I mean, if you'd seen me in the last couple of weeks, I was back on the lager, mate. <laughs> hey, three barrels. This is party. Three I, caught barrel. up, I caught up with the Darch. I caught up with the Darch. You turned up with some craft beers. But uh, after we drunk two or three of them, we just, because it was a party, we was back on the cans of lager. Oh. And I got a bit of a taste of the old piss water again, didn't I? Oh, did did the Darsh actually bring some craft beers with him? Yeah, he brought he brought twenty four. Oh, fair play on did him. He, did he bring twelve? I don't know. He brought a, he brought two boxes of mixed bottles. Okay, so not you know like proper relays and that, not quite craft beer, but um, yeah, yeah, relays and stuff. So we drank a load of them, and then we was back on the. 15 minutes for a can of Foster's. We were hammering it in the end. I think you do, And it was good fun. I was supposed to have seen him this weekend at Dutch, but um, he was working, so we didn't catch up in the end. Oh, I'd li- so like maybe. to see him on, um, maybe, oh, I don't know. Well, I was going to say, should we interview him for a Draymond's Knowledge? And he'd be, yep, no, and there wouldn't be much else, really, I'm right? I'm not one of those. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. So maybe we'll. So start. anyway, let's go. quickly nip on. They've got a beer this year because it's ten years since they opened in two thousand eleven, and it's a double IPA, ten percent. See what they've done there. Ten oh, years, ten percent. Yeah, yeah. And it's called. It's called their Magic Rock Brewing. It's called Ten Magic Years. Chalk it up. Nailed it on every front there. So they got. They got that one there. Um, okay. Yeah, they're nice. They're lovely website as usual. A uh, couple of tap rooms. That's what I was going to mention. They got a tap room in Huddersfield where the uh, brewery is, and then a village, sort of small town village, south of Huddersfield, Holmfirth. They've got another one there. Uh, oh, okay. Both brilliant places. Um, I know the one that I mentioned before. Every weekend they have different food trucks come. So one week it'd be pizza, maybe a hog roast the week after maybe whatever you can think of the week after that. So they've always got stuff going on there. Um, and then they also do food in one of the others as well, uh, like a restaurant. So oh, yeah. no, good good little place. Another one in Yorkshire to chalk up. Oh, bloody hell. If you're mad on your beer. If you're American, you're mad on your beer in your countryside, go to Yorkshire because every bloody village has a, has a brewery. It is the mecca for Britain for breweries is Yorkshire, you know. We talk about um, Colorado is a big one over here, but definitely Yorkshire in Britain. So that really needs to be one, you know. When we bring the Yanks over, we may, may need to partake in Yorkshire, you know, and see what we can see over there. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Today we're taken to all these sites. Oh, come and see the Tower of London. Come and see the spires of York Minster Cathedral. Come to Cardiff Bay, and they won't see any of it because we just go to the nearest pub and get hammered. We're just going to Fuller's Brewery and then just pubs in London, and then we're going to uh, Cardiff and we're going to Brains, and then we're going to pubs in the Valley, and yeah. that is it. And my every time I come back home, like the last couple of times, every single night we were down the Mason's Pub. We didn't do much else. Especially the lad, you know, we were just sat in a pub with him. They have games and stuff like that. 
in the day we went to places, you know, but every evening it was the pub. It's, uh, it's the way. But taking down, taking down the uh, museum of what's it called? That place. Oh yeah, we did take uh, my little lad to um, Saint Fagans, uh, the Welsh Museum of Rural Life, to be, coin its proper oh. name. I do recommend, folks, if you are in Wales or Cardiff area, go to the Welsh, to St. Fagans, Welsh Museum Rural and Life. And I'll give you another reason why. They've just opened, I think it's opening this, this autumn. It's, it's an old pub called the Vulcan. And it's, uh, it was a pub in Cardiff for years. I think we went past it a few times in Cardiff. It was just yeah, I've there. read that. I read that it was opening a pub in it, yeah. So, um, and I think what they do, is you can go in visit it but you can buy two pints per customer so you're not like um what's the word loitering oh, and then God. so it's throw you know it's, it's it's a museum at the end of the day and you can go in there have a pint or two and then you move on you know so i i that, that kind of makes sense in a way but yeah. so i i know hopefully it'll be open when next summer when we come over but we'll see um next summer i thought you was coming over in 2023 man oh we are for the big one but just me and the kiddo are coming in june um and keep looking oh. at tickets every day because they fluctuate prices oh, we we've already booked to go see isla white in june so what we'll have to what? make sure it's not the same time yeah, that's fine. I mean, what when's the other white next year? I looked fun, by the way. I gotta say, I looked a good fun festival. I know you had a good time. Um the only thing, the only drawback for me was there was no craft beer in the festival. And there was the year before, obviously not last year, but the year before when I went, I had craft beer tents. It was slightly different. It was they changed it, and I'm not sure whether they changed the layout of it just because maybe there wasn't quite as many people there, although there seemed to be about 60, 70,000. Um, oh. But maybe there, maybe there wasn't as many stalls. I know there wasn't as many stalls around one part of it. So, yeah, hopefully next year they'll have craft beer again because they did the year before. You've got to fun. think it's kind of off-season as well and it's the first one coming back. So you may have to, you know, people may have had commitments and not planned for it as much perhaps because it's probably one of the first big festivals get to get going again right yeah at reading festival which my mate phil went to and then uh yeah they've had a couple of others board masters but yeah isla white's a big one so yeah it's yeah. good it's great fun oh good. no c60 was the only american playing because he lives over here I so like there's it. no other american acts on the bill. Oh, I thought Tom Jones was American. Hmm. I tell you for why, and no, I don't. Obviously, no. If people, this is a fact, folks. Well, it's a fact because I've heard it from people's mouths. People, when I first moved here, thought Tom Jones was American. My good wife thought Tom Jones was American, which is just for me, Tom Jones is Welsh. So she's just yeah. proven that she does not know everything. Chalk it up. Sorry, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Marcus. <laughs> oh, look out. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna get it. No, I'm not. No, she, she, she. You know, it's just a little, and I think it's just a cultural thing over here that a lot of people. And I think he was so famous over here, as you know, he was in that. Well, he lived for years in the Vegas residency and what. No, exactly, and it's like people. You, you know, you just have to say Tom Jones, and they, they, you know, they know, they know who he is, and actually now. I think more lately, I think people are starting to realise that he's Welsh. And I think going back to Britain, he's starting to pick up his accent a little bit more. I, I, you know. He was good. He was great. Oh, he was great. brilliant. And I like his more, some of his more recent stuff where he does all that bluesy kind of stuff as well. And some good music. Some good music. So, um, well, hopefully... Um, beers have come back to the Isle of Wight and I know you had some on the ferry and such so that, that's exciting that's exciting tell me tell me then about this brewery before we run out so yeah we yeah we're good on time right now we got another uh, 30 minutes but hey the alchemist brewery is a 15 barrel small production brewery specializing in fresh unfiltered IPAs and that's what he's kind of talking about this being unfiltered um, right. to try and kind of capture that you know can all that unfilteredness in in the in the can um, but yeah that's kind of their and I did notice looking at their beers they really do pump out the IPAs a lot you know and they, they, they have quite a few beers but they only have so many on tap at a time they their, their website's pretty good actually um they have online purchase pick up you can pick up daily they are open all week they have a beer garden so they they, they only have the one location um and they have curbside and they actually have tours as well daily so every day you can go for a tour which was kind of cool um but it was set up by john and jen kimich um originally opened the alchemist as a 60 seat brew pub in the village of waterbury in 2003 so um, how many years how many years is that that's um 18. close to 20 there right yeah 80 yeah so i was 18 okay <laughs> it's a that's a fact as well <laughs> it's not speculation it's not guessing, it's a fact, it's 18. I mean, do you go in your neighbour's house because it's two numbers away from yours? No. Oh, Is that really? right? That's why he's the governor, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Straight down the line. <laughs> um, yeah, so after eight years of success and growing in popularity, they decided to open a small production brewery in Waterbury in 2011. So that's when the actual brewery opened. Um, How was that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't do the maths. You've only, you only got eight fingers, so you're fucked. <laughs> you know what? I, I still do that, though. I still count on my fingers, and I wonder what people in work think of me. Because I'm doing all this, I'm doing it in my head, and I'm doing it out loud, and I'm like, but I'm still, I still do that, you know. I'm no arithmetist. It's the, it's the Ogmore knuckles. That's what it is. It's Ogmore knuckles. It's not just you know for fighting and punching. It's for maths as well. I almost called it math. 
So that's the two things you do with uh, your hands. Counting, oh, I don't do this. Punching, I do. Punching. <laughs> My hands are for counting and punching, the two primary things. <laughs> it's like some character from a, a Victorian yeah. drama. Like yeah, the you, whole... you probably thought you're hanging around with the alchemist from 200 years ago. Yeah, cure this man who just uses his hands for counting and punching. Have some of my uh, elixir and watch him return to normal and use his hands for crafting and eating. (laughs) And the alchemist is the... Oh, hello, Alexa. Hey, it's always doing it. They listen in and then they... Alexa, turn yourself off. Fucking hell, anything to have Terry back these days. I know, hey, I'll have a word. But hey, yeah, you know, that's the that's the brewery. I'll just name a couple of beers if I may, Governor, before we get on to our final yeah, I'd like to hear them. Go on. Seggy, as you will, or Segway. Oh, that's one of those things, isn't it? There you go. Okay. Seggy. Um sorry. So uh, a couple more IPAs because they really do just focus on that. Focal banger. And it looks like this one on the can. That's another IPA, but it's like his head is exploding. Um, Russia, that's an imperial double IPA, kind of similar to this, 8%. Beelzebub. Oh, I like that. That's cool, right? That's a stout. uh, Imperial double stout at 8%. So they do a couple of stouts, and they got another stout called Luscious. Um, and then it's mostly all IPAs again. Happy's Porter, I like that one. So that's a Porter, five point four two percent. Do you think Porters in general are just a little bit lighter than Stouts in ABV? Yeah, it seems that way. I, I mean, you've got a couple of stats there. You've got to get that Elsie Bub one or Beer Elsie Bub, whatever you say. Yeah, Beers Beersie Bub or something. It was called. Shit, I'll probably have to go up to Vermont and get that. It's kind of that. America's weird like that. It's hard to get beers out of state unless you go there. Oh, excuse me. Where is Vermont? Is that not in Canada? Oh, it's one of those northern states. It's no, it's uh, it's uh, kind of neck. I think it's around like the Washington, Virginia kind of area. And it's, I think it's one of the smaller states. So it's very small, like, um, Delaware, I think it's close to Delaware, right? I'm going to have a look. I've been to Delaware. Oh, you have? Well, that's the one everyone forgets, isn't it? Delaware. Well, you're sort it's of in, right. It's ingrained. Yeah, it so oh, he, went, he went a long way then, didn't he? How did he get there? Did he fly? Oh, uh, yeah, they they fly. They, they do a, like an annual hiking trip every year. I'm going to get the the coach to talk to us a bit about it when we do this thing with him whenever but um yeah they go to colorado hiking sometimes i think that's probably the furthest they've gone hiking i think it's like where the the appellations are right mountains like the smoky hills oh like the black mountains Mm. black mountains smoky hills i heard there was a that's where the katabab used to hang out but it's kind of that area 
you know. Take um, me back to the Black Hills, the Black Hills of Dakota. Oh, maybe they're in Dakota then. <laughs> no, there's there is um there is a Black Hills, right? And there's a Smoky Mountains. Beautiful well, Indian country that I love. Oh, oh my God! Sing all night. Do you know what oh. I? I I started. <laughs> You're right. No, it's t- I love it. I love I love um, bluegrass music and violin and all those like banjos. And I started listening to popular pop songs like Africa by Toto and um, oh yeah, and they do. Uh, but they do bluegrass versions of it, and I'm like, wow, oh, this yeah. is so so good. Anyway, that's our music podcast, folks. But we're probably getting to that time. It's the usual segment. If you're new to this. There's oh. something we like, and it's called. And it's something we just like have a little moan about, right, Governor? Every week. Um, yeah, it's something that's got on our tits or something insignificant to other people that's wound us up or we found annoying. So this week, mine is very recent. Mine happened today. Uh, didn't happen to me as such, but oh man, my blood was boiling. Um, yeah. The wee wife is uh, on a degree course uh, and um, they've been teamed up. Her class has been teamed up with a, another class, bearing in mind she's on the third year of a degree, with a, an introductory class, which is fine because they have to share the space and that. But on this introductory class is a, is a worthy gentleman that doesn't like anyone talking Ooh. or anyone making any sound. And he he sort of imposed himself on the whole room. And like, my, like I said, my wife's on the third year. She goes once a week. And the people she's been on the course with, they're really good fun. And it's creative because it's art and illustration. And they talk to each other and they have ideas and whatever. Yeah. And this guy is cutting them short all the time and making them feel uncomfortable. There's some, and, and like, okay, he's, paying for his course but his is an introductory he has to pass it to then get onto the degree and it's like he's been there for three weeks and he's making the rest of them miserable yeah and people like but he, he probably doesn't realize it. he probably thinks he's the best thing in the world oh shit. And, um, yeah so he's changed the complete mood of their class was always a bit of fun to one that you know and i hate people like that and uh Destroying a good atmosphere. Oh, yeah. I mean, she left early today because she was, well, not upset. Her blood was boiling. She didn't want to cause a scene because he kept tutting and huffing and all that. And they were talking up, not even close by, different start areas in the studio. And anyone that makes a noise, he complains about. And everyone's sort of putting their head down. Yeah. And you get those people in all walks of life, in jobs or clubs or whatever. And they come into a room and they think that everything around them revolves and they frown on it and it's, you know, I felt like going up there and fucking saying something myself because she oh, was, that. I mean, she's angry, but really she's upset because she's yeah. done a course that she's paying a fucking lot of money for, a lot more money than he is and being told to, they've got to tone it down a bit and stuff like this. When they never had to before, and that's how they work. It's all those ideas and chatting between themselves, and 
it's like a brainstorming session. Yeah, yeah like a scrape of the chair. He'll, he's a mature bloke, I think. And yeah. uh, that's all fashion. That's all fashion. That's like Tom Brown's school days in a way. And he does need curbing. The world's not in the Victorian era anymore. You don't get your no. bloody cane out and your hat and everything's rigid. Well, everything. I might. Might get the old yeah. fucking discipline thing out, stick in, out, and it, in it some down. circumstances, I think that's justified. In the circumstances like this, where he's kind of going like that, back to stepping back in time to a in a bad way. I feel, I love Victorian era. I love old fashioned things, but this is a bad thing that we've moved from. You know, in education. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's different, some of those classes. It's not like it's a mathematic, it's not like you're doing complex mathematics or trying to work out a scientific solution where you might need quiet or whatever. They're given a task and then they talk between themselves and he, he has it his way. And it's not just her, she was like a mouthpiece for it today because she's written an email and stuff. Yeah. It's the whole class. And then other people are frightened to say anything and it's changing their experience. Ain't yeah. fucking right. No, no, you're right. It reminds me of that horrible agricultural studies we do in uh, in. Remember, uh, it was like three hundred of us in that bloody lecture field. Agricultural systems, I believe. Yes, that's, you're right. You're right. And it was like it could be about the intestines of a cow one week, or it could be about the um, the cycle of growing corn another week, and you know, or maize perhaps. Flax. The thing is, when I look back at that, I think it's it was the delivery of the lecturer himself. Yeah, he was very old-fashioned. That guy, and he, he, was. he was just instantly boring. Yeah, you know, like we've done other things, like you and me done European studies, oh. and we had you know, the fucking fun. legendary Professor Pete Postlethwaite. Oh, you've and he. He was fantastic and he grabbed your attention. Well, and even if even if the subject was a bit boring, like learning about fucking um subsidiaries of some fishery thing in Europe or whatever it was, yeah, he made it yeah. interesting enough that it stuck in your brain. It did. And there's a there's, a, there's a talent to that. Yeah, it, it definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. It don't and he encouraged us to do things so like we had to do those speeches yeah. and talks. And I think that I work personally. Well, back then, I certainly look back on those days, and I think that when we used to do those European studies, we was in a class of like twenty. When we was in a class of three to four hundred, we was in a group of people that used to fuck about. <laughs> Definitely, we were in the last couple of rows where we used to fuck about. We were the we were the naughty boys, weren't we, at the back uh, there? Uh, we was in a group with containing some naughty lads and lasses for sure. Uh, the demo out anyway that was uh that's for our other um yeah our other podcast uh the avarice the, uh, with knowledge oh yeah that's we, right. that's our we talk of bygone years looking at life through a a sepia <laughs> through, hey. through a sepia filter <laughs> Please look us up. We are on Spotify, Dre Barrels, if you fancy something a little bit different, a little bit skewed, perhaps, but you'll have a laugh. 
and yeah. the story. So go on, in it is with your drag. Oh shit! I didn't even think about this. I should have had a drag ready, shouldn't I? All right, this is off the cuff. Let me think about this. I think I'm going to talk. I'm probably a broken record a little bit, but sickness and COVID vaccination in a way how inconvenient it is you know it's not the fault of the person but it does drag me down in that I have to um adjust everything around people being sick you know this, this is my role now and it drives me nuts and then like if you get two people sick in a week somehow I have to kind of change all or uh, my job is very much schedule based and everything has to be on a schedule you know you have to visit the site a certain day every two weeks without fail to maintain those plans so it's really hard to kind of juggle that and uh, if somebody is sick or off with holidays and stuff like that it's not I mean it's not the fault of the people if they're sick you know you can't help that but it's just drags me down and it weighs on me and it's like it's just hard work it's just hard work. That's why you. That's why they pay you the big bucks. That's why you get the the pots of filthy lucre that you uh, that you have <laughs> that you're sitting yeah. on at the moment. Yeah, maybe you we're actually... you make things. You make you're like magic. an oasis in a oh, desert. You, you make the magic happen, I suppose. You have to you by every means possible. But it, it does, you know, you can be up, like, I, I've been up some nights, like, 10 o'clock on a computer trying to move stuff around, whereas I, I'm in work running around like a main. So your wife doesn't see it? Uh, well, she knows. I mean, obviously. No, those things you're looking at on the computer oh, later. There is a history delete, I think, I use sometimes. No. Yeah, <laughs> Who's this fern, Marcus? Who's this fern? Oh, it's just a plant. <laughs> They're shouting, and then it's like, oh, okay, you're okay this time. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> so, you know, I know it's it's hard, and we've all been there. And do you know, actually, saying that, I haven't had a sick day in... The, no, I had one sick day in the nine years I've worked for this company. That's because you, you permanently look ill. Oh, I just weather it from work. I don't know. You can't. You can't pretend because you just think he fucking looks ill anyway. And that's why I'm fucking bald and grey already. Because <laughs> I haven't taken a sick day. Oh, shit! I had I'm bald. <laughs> I I had a I had I had food poisoning once. I swear, and I still went to work, and. But I left early. I left after a couple of hours. But I still made it to work. Shit your britches. But the only sick day I ever took was when I had my COVID-19 second vaccination. I was sick as a dog that day. God, bloody hell. Uh, would you have Pfizer? I did have... Uh, no, I had... Yeah, it was Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer. Yeah, so. if Pfizer hits you second time, Oxford hits you the first time. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I had Oxford AZ the first time, and I was all right. I just felt like I had no energy. That was basically, I wasn't ill otherwise, apart from lack of energy. And then, like, pretty much in 12 hours, I was all right. And then the second one, just nothing at all. 
Oh, really? How do you how do you know what the visor one does then? I suppose it's part of you what you would do. Because I fucking done it for eight months, didn't I? Yeah, in okay. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Area. Anyway, they've asked, asked me to go back on it because it's gone out of control again. Since I've been off the scheme, it's gone out of control. It's gone fucking haywire. It's all gone. Hey, I was going to say, let's get the governor back. Let's get the they, governor back. Get it under wraps. They need stability from the governor. That's the way of it. It just controls it. You know, people will laugh at us ten years down the line. Oh, that was just a myth, like the cardigans. No, it wasn't. It was a bloody fact. Pure documented. So there you go. That's it's happened in my life on my um, other uh, podcast, which doesn't come out very regularly. It's sort of uh, uh, quarterly, if you want, because uh, with good gentlemen's magazines, they tend to come out quarterly. So it's due one soon with um, with uh, Shipshape and Bristol Fashions. So I talk about different trends throughout the years yes. one such as the cardigans uh, another one following on in the woolen section which is obviously the christmas jumper craze that has swept the world and suddenly oh, oh look at me i've got pac-man with a bit of holly on his head yes no, that's not proper um they or a star or a storm, stormtrooper and it's snowing in the background not christmas and not in fashion Where's but the Christmas? Yeah. Traditional Christmas ones. We're talking about St. Michael jumpers, Marks and Spencer jumpers, ones that have seen, been through the years and are still surviving. And you still lovely continue knits. to wear. Yeah, exactly. You still continue to a, wear. Another yeah. one was a, a, the straw hats at festivals. A, a friend oh. of mine, our, um, yeah. our, our uh, friend now who lives in New Zealand, uh, the Tony the Pony, Pistoni. He, uh, me and him once at a festival went to a stall, bought two straw hats, walking round. People go, look at the hats, look at the hats. You're right. Went to see Super Went to see Supergrass on stage. Gaz, lead singer at Supergrass, come out wearing a straw hat. We are right in the middle of the crowd. Everyone was going the hats, the hats. Felt like kings, felt like kings. The next day, everyone was wearing a straw hat. Do you know who wasn't? Me and Tony. Chalk it up. You're moving on. Fashion flips like that, you know? It's like that Mumsy hats as well. It was the same way. Everyone was Mumsy wearing hats. Hat. Yeah. Oh. the old Mumsy hats. Yeah, the floppy brown. Yeah. yeah. Start kit hats that. are back in. They were kids oh. wearing bucket hats. Oh, bucket hats. But I always remember after the Mumsy hat phase that we started in Devon, I started seeing them everywhere in, um, what's that uh, chain of, uh, not Marks and Spencers, um, the other big cheap one that you get in Britain. And uh, they were just everywhere on the stands. I think I saw them in Quicksave as well. well. I, I know, I know, for instance, a good friend of ours, um, he... Uh, someone you know very well you know sliders world's gone mad for sliders sliders with socks ah, i know someone yeah. 20 years ago that was wearing sliders with socks beach sliders with socks oh how they laughed look at him wearing socks great thick socks <laughs> sliders. flipping laugh at that is he, still. is he special <laughs> is he completely special 
oh yes they're taking him round they're taking him out for the day that type of thing was said yeah. was said it could be heard echoing in the valleys of certain towns and yeah. alleyways and yeah. then now you take that young man stick him in today he'd yeah. blend right in because everyone's walking around with socks and slides they do my son my son wears that and my my kids yeah. do yeah even i do they, look look at these little beauties that i picked up oh oh shit i did see those oh, futuristic that is yeah, none of that banding it's, it's all molded yeah is that the future of beach it's I, beach it's called a model goal 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 okay you watch folks we're wearing this girl now the governor's wearing this girl now it'll be every no 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 I'm, I'm wearing it now yeah just around the house what i wear out is you know what you wear out now is you know we're talking 10 years time definitely definitely these people don't realize this but hey anyway we gotta, we gotta you know, move nothing. on Listen for that podcast, but we got to move on for our race. Minions. Yeah. Gee. All right. right. We've got to rate these buggers then. Right. I'll go in. Let's have a look. Okay. Salty Kiss, the Gooseberry Gosa from Magic Rock Brewing. Like a little sour. It was, should have mentioned this already, but it was vegan. So oh, interesting. Any, okay. Any of you grass munchers out there, bosh, get straight on this. Absolutely. Little touch of sea salt in there and a little bit of sea buckthorn, apparently. Not that I'd know what sea buckthorn tastes like, but uh, that's in all in the makeup of it. It was nice. A little bit of tartness. Um, so I'm going to go in just a seven, straight seven. Enjoyed it. Seven good. That's good. Should have drunk it in the sunshine, really. But uh, ah, yeah. hey, what well, it's Indian summer. We're getting towards the end, but yeah. All right. So Hedy Topper uh, from the Alchemist in Vermont, eight percent. Um, very good. Very fresh. It is ranked apparently as one of the best in the USA. I've had better. I'll be honest with you. I am going, but it's still. I've enjoyed it. I'm probably going to go with. Uh, I'll go with an eight. I think that's fair. Solid. Yeah, solid. A solid eight, you know. And uh, yeah, that's all gone. Be so nice if you could get that stat from him. Definitely. From the alchemist, I'll look it up. Maybe I'll need to make, make a trip or somebody can swing by. Or I could probably import it, right? I'll look it up. But hey, Grey Barrows, it's been a pleasure. We've thoroughly enjoyed your company. Thank you. Right? And we'll be back next week. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.